Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Fantasy Doctors Podcast. We are uh, just coming off of Week 16 and into our Week 17 injury report. I'm Dr. Celan Parekh, orthopedic surgeon at Duke in Durham, North Carolina. And joined with me is my partner in crime, Jesse Morris, who's a sports medicine doc down in Florida. Jesse, how are you doing? Wonderful. How are we doing this week? I'm great. How was your Christmas? Everything was wonderful. It's uh, it's kind of Chris- it's funny. In Christmas, I went to... Uh, church and i was wearing shorts before but you know i put on a suit but it's like 78 well, i was not too far from you down in orlando and i gotta tell you having grown up in the northeast it's not christmas when it's 80 degrees out and you're on universal studios and you're riding rides and and you just don't feel like it's christmas so, oh no i know I, um, I mean my parents are getting swamped in uh massachusetts with cold weather i heard Pennsylvania got four and a half feet of snow yesterday. I don't know how true it was, but that's <laughs> insane. But uh, well, see, uh, that's know. Christmas. That's yeah, Christmas. <laughs> I'm happy I'm not shoveling snow. Let's just put it that way. Well, that is true as well. Well, listen, you know, we are running towards the end of the regular season. We got a week left here. Um, but but obviously, we want to thank all of our listeners for supporting the podcast. Um, Jesse and I uh, will continue to be doing this, and even in the off season. You want to make sure you you follow us on Twitter, but also follow the Fantasy Doctors, and that's the Fantasy DRS, because through the entire uh, um, offseason, Jesse and I and the Fantasy Doctors will continue to update you on injuries as they are relevant and as they may affect different players. But also, you may want to make sure to uh, check out the Fantasy Doctors because we are not just about football. We do have a podcast for soccer, the Premier League, for basketball, for baseball. And so the, uh, we've got fantastic talent on all those podcasts that you will want to check out on iTunes. And while you're on iTunes checking out our podcast, uh, we ask you to leave a review. It certainly helps to get the insight from you guys as our listeners to the things you like, the things you don't like, um, as we continue to refine this podcast season after season. So uh, both Jesse and I thank you guys for for all of the support and attention this year. Uh, but without further ado, let's talk about Jesse. Something that's going to happen fairly quickly after the, uh, the the entire postseason is over with uh, the NFL. You know, uh, it's always curious to me that there really is no off season for the NFL. I mean, we go straight from postseason play to the draft, and then we start talking about preseason, and we start thinking about their fantasy drafts. So oh, in that yeah. vein, let's talk about, you know, Josh Rosen, a potentially number one draft pick uh, from UCLA has had a, uh, a, a good year, has had a little bit of injury concerns here and there. It's got this concussion that they're worried about, but, but that all aside, the really curious thing to me is the Browns and the fact that the Browns uh, are, are going to have a first pick and Josh Rosen is thinking about, Hey, 
maybe I stay at UCLA an extra year to avoid the Browns. What do you think about that? I mean, I, I think it's crazy in the regard that there's so many things that can happen to his body in a negative way, injury risk wise, um, in that year that could significantly drop his, his stock. Uh, hopefully they don't hypothetically, but there's always that risk. I mean, this reminds me of the old four example where good old Eli um, basically did the same thing. And he said, I would, you know, I'm not going, I don't want to go there. Uh, I mean, Rosen literally was quoted earlier this week saying, I'd rather be a lower pick at the right team than a higher pick at the wrong team. Uh, I mean, the the Browns are a mess. I mean, it's it's just ridiculous how bad they are. But um, I, I understand it. But, I mean, the kid's going to be paid millions of dollars whether he goes first or second. But I don't know. It is, it is what it is. Well, you know, you wondered. So you're exactly right because – we know that at any given point in time, these guys are at risk, especially the quarterback of a big injury that could derail his entire career. So unlike, you, you know, it's kind of curious to me because basketball players really try to get out. It's kind of that one and done. And Duke, unfortunately, we've been kind of the one and done team now for a few years. But it's, you know, you, you pay your dues in college and boom, you get out as fast as you can because you don't know how much longer you have before you have an injury that can affect your entire career and you're and, and cashing out. And so you're exactly right. Staying another year puts him at risk of another injury, puts him at risk of falling off the board, the draft board, and all of those things are really uh, scary. So the Eli Manning thing is, is potentially a very real scenario where Eli said, hey, I don't want to go to the Chargers. I want to be in New York. And the trade happens. I mean, even if the Browns take him, he could kind of play that game and see what can happen. Um, yeah. There's a lot of landing spots that he could end up. And I'm sure that uh, would be very interesting, you know, all the way from the Cardinals to the Jets. Um, so oh, yeah. there, there I mean, are lots of different places he could end up. So it'll be curious to see how this plays out um, and whether or not uh, his, his advisors tell him to stay a year um, or, or to move forward and, and try to pull a Eli Manning. Yeah, I mean, uh, he really can't improve his stock more than being the number one pick. So, I mean, it's not right. like he has himself to prove, you know, oh, I think I can do a little bit better next year, my final year, um, you know, and then and then see if I can get any higher make more money. I mean, the number one pick is obviously the highest you can get. Yes. It's unfortunate that it's the number, obviously the worst team for a reason, but also uh, that it's a poorly run organization in most people's opinions. And, you know, but <laughs> well, you I know mean, the Browns are great at, they're great at taking talent and driving it into the ground. Unfortunately, right now. Yeah. I don't know what they do, but they don't do it well, but so, uh, if it was me, well, let's talk I would, about guys. I them, yeah. I would tell them to start, uh, you know, Grin and Barrett, and 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 you know maybe force a trade or just uh, man up and 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 take take over the franchise and 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 show them that they, they can win there. That that would be the right thing to do, and you'll be rich regardless. You know, you most most NFL guys have three or four year windows. Quarterbacks maybe a little longer if you're good, but um, you know, you 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 can be thirty and retired and be have more money than you'll know what to do with the rest of your life. So. Um, well, that, and that and that is true. So uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. But uh, let's let's kind of focus attention, I guess, at this point to the guys who are playing. To oh yeah, definitely. Know. Well, I, I was going to say the guys who are playing, but there are a few of them, many of them, who won't be playing this week. 
Yes. And, you know, the Rams are resting all of their main guys from Gurley to Woods all the way to Goff and Watkins. And the Chiefs are going to be sitting Smith. Um, what do you think? You know, where do you think the fallout is on all this stuff where, you know, there really isn't an impetus to play your starters, although Jacksonville says that they are playing all yep. their starters. Um, yeah, this is, this is kind any, of – Yeah, you, you, know, you see any ability in, in getting these guys out there? Or do you think it's smart to say, hey, you know what? Again, the same thing like, you know, Rosen. Let's not risk the injuries. Let's keep them out and save them for the playoffs. You know, you know this reminds me of the situation where Wes Welker, I believe it was Wes Welker, um, tore his ACL, I think it was week 17. Yeah. And um, I want to say it was in Houston. And obviously he's done for the year. And I think it was like a pointless game, so to speak. It's kind of like this game where they're locked in this seed. They can't move if they win or they lose. Yes, they may have a little more momentum or whatnot, but the injury risk, as you know, with all of these guys is so high that like, you know, like like Travis Cadet, who we really won't talk about today, but Bill's running back, you know, he, he landed on his ankle, got it twisted. Somebody landed on it, rolled on it. And he had like a fractured dislocation. I mean, that's right. done, you know, like Devastating. that can happen. So I, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with it. Yes, fantasy is what it is. And 99% of leagues are already completed because of this. But, um, you know, yes, you get paid, but this is their decision. If he was sick, it would be the same thing. Yeah. No, I, I think, listen, you got to keep the long-term prize in mind. And with that in mind, why would you ever take a chance on a game that might be inconsequential for you? Why would you ever take a chance of playing any of your starters? And I get it. You know, Jacksonville has no guys that are on their current roster that have played in the playoffs with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, so you know what? Maybe it makes sense that you get him a series or two just to get the feel of, hey, end of the season, stay fresh. But get him out of there then. And, and because, you know, the last thing you need is another guy, you know, Fournette to have another injury and and now he's not available or oh, he's, yeah. he's his performance is affected for week one. So if, um, I, I have no problem with, you know, saving up for when it counts. Yeah. If, if, if hypothetically, you know, Bortles goes down or, or, or Fournette goes down um, and, and obviously they can't play the next week if the injury is that significant and then they get bounced from the playoffs. That is going to look really bad. Yeah. I would rather them play, not play, and look flat than get injured in a pointless Week 17 game and not be able to play at all. No, absolutely. You know, so I mean, it well, is what it is. Mahomes, I'm I'm curious to see how he does. Um, who's you know the the the, the quarterback who's going to fill in for Alex Smith because they're locked in Alex, right? a seed. Um, but they're playing Denver. Denver's got a decent defense, even though they're kind of beat up this year. Uh, we'll see what he can do. Um, maybe a sneaky DFS play for you guys who play daily fantasy. I think Hunt Hill and Kelsey will play. I, I don't know how much, but I, I haven't heard anything that they're not going to play. But uh, let's go into a, a little someone who, who is supposed to play or, or try to play. He has a major injury, at least from as far as we know, and, uh, and, and they're in a must-win game with Melvin Gordon. What, what are your thoughts yeah. on this? Well, so, you know, he was seen in the boot and there was concern that, you know, listen, everybody gets nervous when you see players in boots or using crutches. But uh, actually, sources of mine told me that this uh, today, his ankle, the swelling has gone away quite a bit. He's looking pretty good. 
So I think this is actually a grade one sprain that they really were overly cautious with, which rightfully so in this time of the year. The Chargers are in a must-win situation. So I think he's going to go. I I think that they are not going to take the chance to sit him and miss the chance of the playoffs. So I think he's going to go. I think he'll be fine. And I don't think that this is going to be anything that affects the Chargers. Yeah, I'd be curious to see. Hopefully they can tape it up enough. He can wear maybe a lace-up, which I know won't be fashionable, but maybe better than nothing, um, and just see how how he does. He's not going to be as effective, I don't think, unless they, you know, adrenaline's going or whatnot, and their backfield's banged up anyway, so I think they only have Oliver left, if I remember correctly. Right. Um, but he has a good matchup versus the Raiders, and they need to win that game. So, um, you know, if he's on the field, you have to assume he's pretty healthy. Um, and... Um, you know, he's always a high risk for re-injury, especially with this, but but I would start him if I had him. Well, I mean, your season may hinge on this, so you're going to get everybody out there banged up or not to try to get the win. Now, the exact opposites for Rex Burkhead. You know, he, he avoided a major injury. Looks like it's just a knee sprain, did not tear his ACL. But he's a guy that there's no reason to put him out there. There's no reason for the Patriots to have him out there. So you bench him. You, you, you know, wait him out till the, the buy's over and you, you then get him, get him the rest he needs and he should be okay to play, you know, uh, week two of the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's obviously, um, I'm happy being a Patriots fan that they collected four respectable running backs. Cause you know, these guys get banged up throughout the year. They drop like flies. It feels like so. The fact that they have just another one who's semi-effective, maybe in a different manner, to slide in while the other guys on the on the mend is is nice to see. And same kind of with Gillisley, who looked half decent on his return, but he I think he has a knee sprain. It's probably a little less, excuse me, serious than uh, Rex Burkhead's. But uh, as FTX has met forty fourth running back this week, um, you know I think he'll he'll end up going. Um, because if it's not uh, white is still banged up and I think they'll hold him out too. So it's, I think it's going to be the, the Dion Lewis and Mike Gillisley show again, which is right. uh, fine by me. Lewis looks awesome. Um, the, the, he's like a little ninja. Um, FDX has him <laughs> at 13. Um, but, uh, and they, they need to win that game, which is kind of disappointing to me. The Patriots are playing uh, the jets and they need to win that game. Which they always struggle with. Oh yeah. Home field. They, I mean, They'll they'll make Bryce Petty look competent this week, which is ridiculous. But I, I'm curious. I'm surprised that Harrison went there, and uh, you know, I know he only played 40 snaps or something with the Steelers, but maybe uh, maybe they can get a second breath of life for that that defensive edge. Well, if anybody can do it, it's the Patriots, and and you know he's obviously going to bring a lot of inside information with them. So yeah, uh, it'll be interesting how that all plays out. I hope the Steelers and the Pats meet in the AFC. Uh, oh yeah, um, they, that'll be a feisty. We'll talk about uh, an integral part of that plan in a little bit. Yeah, so let's talk about Demarco Murray because the Titans really need him uh, to be out there. Uh, obviously, this season he's been on and off the injury reports. He's you know uh, has not been a a reliable running back for the Titans this entire season. And now he's got this third-degree MCL sprain. Now, the Titans are still saying it's an LCL. We're hearing it's an MCL. Um, It's been reported as an MCL elsewhere, too, so it's unclear. But the bottom line is, to me, the most concerning thing is whether it's an MCL or an LCL, it's a third-degree, meaning that this is 
a significant injury. So although they may need him out there, I just don't think it's going to happen. And even if it does happen and he surprises all the medical community and he comes out there, I just think he's going to be a decoy. I mean, he can't run on this. He can't twist. He can't pivot. He can't cut. And so therefore as a running back, he's useless. Yeah. I mean, and he's facing Jacksonville. It's not like he's got like a decent defense to go up against. I mean, he's facing, I mean, I know they got toasted by, uh, you know, my boy Jimmy G last week, but they're still one of the best defenses we've seen since the 85 bears statistically. So uh, I, I, he'll be ridiculously ineffective. He's going to come out early with a, with a re flame. I don't care how, what brace they put on him. He's going to hate it. Uh, and is is, is going to bother his knee. He's not going to be able to pivot. He's not going to be able to cut. He's can't put weight on that side. He can't change directions. That's everything a running back needs to do. So yeah. So I think Henry's going to take a lot of the the reps here, and I think uh, this is the way it's going to fall, and, and it's going to really rest on on Henry and uh, you know Mariota trying to to get this offense going and and see what happens. Definitely. So, well, you know, let's talk Julio Jones because Julio is another one of those guys that keeps coming on and off the injury list. He's got the thumb and the ankle bothering him. Um, obviously had a strong performance last week with seven catches and 149 yards. But what are you expecting from him this week? I mean, Julio is one of those guys where he's a must start regardless of, I mean, the guy could be playing on one leg and, and he, he'd still be a must start. <laughs> I mean, he just makes the craziest catches. I mean, he's so dynamic. He was uh, reportedly grimacing in, in warm-ups when he caught a pass with this, uh, alluding to his thumb, but then he goes out and make, goes out, off for 149 yards. And he, and he was facing the probably the rookie of the year, at least defensively, in Marshawn Lattimore. So, right. I mean, he's, he's a must-go. Atlanta needs to win this game. They're uh, playing the Panthers. Start him and don't think about it, you know, uh, any other way i don't care if he's grimacing and, and whatever he's on the field you start him that's and that's it well you know last year he played through this turf toe injury which is very difficult to do so julio's a tough guy and although he continues to be on the injury reports every single week almost it seems like he still plays through it and, and has some remarkable performances so i i agree now Antonio Brown, to me, whole different story. Uh, Antonio Brown, I'm a little bit worried. You know, Antonio Brown uh, posted, I think it was two nights ago on Twitter, this video of himself working out on a driveway is what it looked like. And and I I think he was pretty, I I think he was pretty impressed with the way he was working out. But from a medical perspective, he had a horrible limp. I mean, he was not working out well at all. And, And it actually has me worried that I think that even if, you know, they give him another two weeks. You know, this is your calf, and you, you get your explosiveness from your calf, mm-hmm. and you 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 really rely on this as a receiver. And so, I, I think that you know, again, it goes back to what I was talking about last week. If this is a contusion, fine, four weeks, it should be good. But if this really is a partial tear, I don't care how small of a tear it is, this is going to affect his play. Period. Four weeks oh, yeah. is just not enough time. And, and having seen what he's putting out there on social media in two weeks, I just am not, I, I'm actually even more worried about him. Yeah, I wonder if they did PRP. I would have. Yeah. I haven't heard of them doing any biologics, so I, I don't know if they've done PRP. But at that point, you know, why not throw everything at it? PRP, stem cells, I mean, whatever at this yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to really hurt him. The only thing he can do is help speed up. I mean, he's going to be in a little more pain. 
uh, initially, but uh, but I think it'll definitely. But you know you're going to shut them down. Yeah, and you knew you were going to shut them down for four weeks anyway. So you're exactly right. Why not throw everything at it? Yeah, I mean, it's not uh, like you're going under the really knife, so you don't done. have that. But uh, I, I mean, I, let's just put it this way: if they, if the Steelers make it, which I expect them to, past week uh, playoff two, which is three weeks away, I think he has a chance to play. Um, will he be effective? I that remains to be seen. The, yeah, I think he's playing no matter what. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. How effective he is going to be is a different question. Yeah, I mean, the the guy's unbelievable. So uh, he, he's going to want to go, but he's not going to be able to go. As, yeah. as hard as, you know, he as hard as, as he likes to, he's not going to be able to get that separation, that push off. He's going to definitely re-aggravate it. He comes back too early, but, uh, I mean, I yeah. understand it. So I, he's not playing this week. We know that. They have the, the lonely Browns who are likely going to go winless. Like uh, our lion, our, our lion fans uh, from uh, several years ago. Uh, unfortunately, they I, I highly doubt they win this game. Which, if they did, I'd be astonished. Uh, but I think everybody will be astonished. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you make of this Jordy Nelson uh, shoulder injury? I didn't hear much about it. It kind of popped up. It popped up. I haven't. You know, it doesn't look like they even got an MRI, but it sounds like it might just be either a shoulder bruise or even just an AC bruise. Um, there's, there's a question of whether or not he's actually going to play this week, which I get it. I mean, why, why not just take the time you need to rest? It's not like a, it's any kind of meaningful game for the Packers, except for pride. You don't have Aaron Rodgers out there throwing to you. So, you know, what's the impetus to be out there? And I get it. The, the more concerning thing to me than just his shoulder is that Jordy was been quoted about talking that, you know, he just doesn't know what his future holds. He doesn't know what the wear and tear is getting to him now. And this is really the, his performance is dropping because of that. And to me, that gets a little bit uh, worrisome when you start hearing players kind of resigning themselves to injuries and the wear and tear and the, hey, maybe this is the end of my career. So to yeah. me, that's going to be the interesting conversation um, over the offseason and also his relationship with the Packers and does he stay there or does he move on or does he retire? So Yeah, I mean, he'll be 33 in May, you know, yeah. which is, you know, respectable for a wide receiver. Um, he's set to make $9.25 million next year. So, I mean, we'll see if, uh, I mean, I think uh, he's definitely much better with Rodgers. I don't think that's a question. He makes him a hump number one. Without Rodgers, he's maybe a three. Um, you know, he only went for 482 this year yards and uh, career worst 9.1 yards per reception. But and we know a lot of that was just they changed to the running attack. You know, they're, if QBs are ineffective, but, you know, I, I we'll see. I, I'll be surprised if he plays just because there's nothing to play for. And the last thing you want to do is tear your labrum or, you know, partially tear a rotator cuff muscle. And then now you're, you know, you need surgery and you're, you know, Andrew Luck or, 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 or Cam Newton, you know, with, with a with severe um, rotator cuff or, or shoulder injury. So I don't think there's any risk uh, point of, of going. And, and also uh, Devontae Adams, for his worth, is still in the concussion protocol. So I, I right. highly so doubt he's it. out too. Yeah, yeah, I think and, they're saying that he's going to be out too. Yeah. So let's talk about Amari Cooper because he continues to have issues with this ankle. Um, you know, he's dealing with the ankle and the concussion. He came off the concussion protocol. The ankle was still bothering him. He sat out a week for that. Then he came back. Then he re-injured. And now he continues to deal with this. 
Um, I, I just don't continue to expect anything from him. I think he needs the off-season time to really recover, really rehab, get the strength going, get the, the nerves kind of proprioceptively working again. Um, I just, and I think he'll be fine for next season, but I just think that, you know, he, I think he's done physically for this year. Yeah, I mean, he, he. I tweeted it out right before that he was active, but he, you know, starting with caution because of how um, concerned I was about his ankle. Um, then he proceeds to roast cornerback Mills for a sixty-three yard touchdown uh, on a single play, and right. but he, but then he only had two more catches for three more yards. So I mean, he got lucky so or, all over the place or whatever, but. Either way, and then and then Crabtree probably ruined you know, thousands of, of of finals matchups, but that kind of just is what it is. One interesting stat I just read: only Des Bryant has more dropped passes than Amari Cooper this year. Well, don't get me started on Des, man. Um, <laughs> so I, I won't even touch that. You're baiting me, and I ain't going there. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, if if Cooper's in your league and you're still happy to be playing for what it's worth. Uh, he's a wide receiver three, in my opinion. Um, you know, do, do you start him? Eh, roll the dice. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think if he's st- if he's playing, you're right. Why not roll the dice? But because you may get a big play out of him, but I just don't think there's any consistency with him. Definitely, yeah. Chris Hogan. I, I mean, um, he was he returned to practice. He was limited today. I, I would be really surprised if they did play him this week. Um, they may, uh, if, if he's healthy enough to go, they may just get him out there for a little bit just to get his feet wet again. Um, and, and, uh, you know, he probably re-aggravated that AC joint a couple weeks ago, uh, maybe took a hit or, you know, uh, uh, fell to the ground or whatever it was, but he's been out for a couple weeks since that he missed six of the last seven. Um, the Patriots need him, but they need him more in the postseason than they do in, um, uh, than they do right now. So. Um, as far as uh, he should be uh, ready to go for the divisional round would be the most important yeah. top priority. I don't think, yeah, I don't think there's any reason Belichick puts him out there. Yeah. Um, except for maybe for a series or two just to kind of get his shoulder moving, but that's it. I just don't think you you, you risk him out there because you're absolutely right. They need him more for the, the, the postseason play and to make a run. So um, Evan Ingram, you know, inconsequential at this point, but has bruised ribs. Uh, he may be a tight end for the future for the Giants. He's got the bruised ribs. Luckily, it wasn't fractured. But even if it was at this point, it doesn't really matter. The Giants yeah. aren't playing for anything. So I, I think this is, you know, uh, he'll play this week. Um, he'll be fine. And, and, you know, he's obviously got the rest of the season, uh, postseason and, and, and the off season to recover. So uh, oh, yeah. I, I think he's, he'll go. I got a couple uh, other guys I want to just briefly add. Um, sure. Uh, Oakland wide receiver Michael Crabtree, who I just mentioned a little bit ago, actually injured his hamstring last week, and he's questionable. Um, the Giants tight end Austin Safarian Jenkins has both rib and foot injuries that may end his season a week early. Or remains to be seen. Joe Mixon, the Cardinals running back, who a lot of people thought was building up steam, and then he had got injured and got concussion, and um, he re-injured his ankle. Gio Bernard actually got a ton of touches last week, so I, I wouldn't be able to count on Mixon. And then, as I mentioned, Devontae Adams is still in the concussion protocol. Um, Aaron Jones is not expected to play this week after re-injuring his knee. And Patriots wide receiver Malcolm Mitchell, if you remember him, 
returned to practice today after being on IR the entire year with a knee injury. So we don't know. It sounds like he's got pretty bad knees for someone who's in his early 20s. Um, and I don't know if if they got PRP or or what they did to his knees. But uh, well, I think this opens up a three-week window whether or not they can actually activate him. So it'll be him or Kenny Britt, my suspicion, later in the in the playoffs. Excellent. Well, I mean, that wraps up, you know, our week 17 injury report. Um, obviously the new year's coming around, so we will be celebrating all of us this weekend. So happy new year to all our listeners. Make sure you stay tuned to the fantasy doctors. That's the fantasy DRS, our Twitter handle uh, to get up to date insight into what's going on. Both Jesse and I will put our own stuff out there as well. So make sure you want to loop in to and follow both of us as well. Um, and we're always available to answer questions. And again, make sure you check out the podcast if you're interested in uh, the Premier League, basketball or baseball. We've got that all. And finally, um, always check out our FDX and FDVX scores, which are value-based uh, scores and our health scores for the NFL players. Um, obviously, this is our last week of them being of that being really relevant. Um, and then postseason follows. So have a great new year, everybody. Jesse. Enjoy yourself over the new year, and we will see you in 2018. All right. I wanted to say one quick thing, uh, Celine. Uh, I just uh, some or- unfortunate news we received earlier today. Uh, one of uh, the fantasy doctor members uh, sounds like he unfortunately passed away. So rest in peace. Uh, we will not name him right now until we get more details about it, but uh, rest in peace to him. Yeah, that's it's always sad to lose a member of our team. So uh, I, I absolutely agree, Jesse. Um, And and to all our fans, thanks again. Be safe this weekend, and we'll see you in 2018. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.